0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Feminists Want System Change. It is all go here at the Beijing 25 Plus platform. Hi everyone, I'm Anne-Sophie, I'm a feminist, I'm a climate activist and I'm here today with you Emma to record this podcast. We're here to try to feature a large uh, diversity of women's voices here. And we're here today with Anna. Can you please introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Anna Gurao, I'm from Moldova and I live for the past four years here in Geneva. We are here at the forum today with uh, an organization called the Platform for Gender Equality from Moldova. Well, thank you for joining us. Can you tell us about the specifics when it comes to Moldova in regards to gender equality? I think the features are relatively common to the entire Eastern European, partly also Central Asian region. So there's a a number of issues and challenges that we share with the entire region. Specifically, I guess the number of issues would be reduced, in my view, to about three. Uh, I guess we're talking still very much, and it remains an unaddressed um, challenge for us violence against women, so gender-based violence remains a huge issue in the country and throughout the entire region. My personal number two issue would be the recognition of unpaid labor. Mm. Uh, Housework and childcare continue to be a woman's task, uh, unfortunately. And the third one, again, possibly very personal, and my colleagues will have different views on this top three of course is the issue of of climate and the deterioration of the environment Uh, for moldova is a very very agricultural country these are disastrous developments that we're seeing in the past decades that are not being addressed Uh, if, if you feel like in western europe things are not changing fast enough than in the East, this is not even on the on the political agenda. And is there a growing movement in uh, Moldova to address climate change? I think there's uh, a certain uh, increase in awareness in the past two three years, in concert with what is going on elsewhere in the world, mainly in Western Europe. The uh, youth protests that are are. Uh, probably not dominated, but where young women in Moldova are getting involved. and This is probably a vehicle for them to get visibility as female activists. So things are changing. But I feel this is very much reduced to the capital city, not that much in the regions, not that much in the villages, who are the people Mm. mostly affected or most likely to be more affected in the coming years. So this is still a very marginal elitist Movement um, that is limited to highly educated, privileged people from the capital. And what would you say? Like, is the is the government acting uh, already on climate, but also on gender equality and women's rights uh, in Moldova? Or would you do you have recommendation for things that they would need to do? On the, on the occasion of this uh, forum and today's and. On Wednesday's high-level event here in Geneva, we have issued a statement from the platform. We have followed the same structure in 12 points, I think, of the Beijing declaration and issued um, a number of challenges and recommendations that we have. I think there has been a number of important developments in the past few years, a number of legislative acts that I could say are a a success or a development in the good direction. We have adopted gender quotas for a number of high-level political institutions, including the parliament, the party lists and so on. So the 40% gender quota is active, is in place now the challenge is of course is to force people to respect it because the Mm. fact that a law is adopted does not necessarily translate into implementation and definitely not overnight Um, there are a number of laws adopted in the field of preventing sexism in uh, media in the media and in marketing uh, which is of course uh, a vehicle for product promotion for many years uh, regardless of what you want to sell if if there is a uh, moderate modestly um, dressed woman to accompany the image that's considered acceptable marketing mm-hmm. and that's been an area of focus as well violence gender based violence continues to be the most discussed topic now of course we will always consider that the steps are are unnecessary but there are some commitments made in this sense with of course a lot more space and things to be done still. Speaking of gender-based violence, the situation of the Istanbul Convention in uh, Moldova, is, uh, what's the general feeling? There it is signed it? but not ratified. Okay. So uh, our our efforts, our advocacy efforts in the census to get the ratification through. And I guess that leads to my next question about uh, what are the main objectives of the organization for the platform for gender equality does it doesn't relate uh, We are a coalition of NGOs as well as independent activists so it's quite a colorful uh, mix of people which it's, it's it's quite innovative in this sense because as, as, a, as a structure it's quite unique there are not many other such broad coalitions present in the in the civil society sector, uh, our main agenda is advocacy for for gender equality. So whatever measures appear to be more appropriate in the moment is going to be the things we are advocating for. So in this sense, we're rather flexible and changing with the political environment, That is. Un- Unfortunately, or fortunately, we we don't really know a a necessity when you talk about a country with such little political stability as Moldova. Things change overnight, governments change, ministers change, prime ministers change. So you have to be extremely flexible to to fit this kind of pattern, not Mm -hmm. really a logic, but it's more of a a pattern of of, of change, continuous change. (laughs) What would you say are the main achievements of your organization since it started? I think it was in 2015. Yep, I, I think the platform itself is already a great achievement because we're very, very different. Not only as you know, legal status. We we have civil society organizations on one hand and independent activists on the other hand. Uh, that gives us the kind of flexibility of what we are allowed to say because you can't say some things as an independent activist when you don't drag your whole organization behind you and there's quite limited uh, things you can't say when you're leading a pretty big uh, organization. So that's, I think, a great advantage for uh, for us. Uh, the second thing is, uh, I, I guess, this, this flexibility to orient ourselves depending on on where the political situation is is leading us. And the main successes are the 40% gender quota for high-level government institutions, as well as the advocacy we're conducting on eliminating sexism from the political discourse and marketing practices. Congratulations on that, and good luck for the future! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of work on, on monitoring that those things are actually mm-hmm. getting implemented. That's awesome. And then we wrap up with asking you if you have a f- favorite feminist codes to share with us? Well, I guess this would go well with what I mentioned earlier in terms of top three challenges for gender equality in, in Moldova, and I would go with um, system change, not climate change. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank was you. It so. to have you. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye.